Hello and welcome back to season two of Church is Stupid. Comma but. I'm Ruth. I'm Elijah. And I'm Kate. And we're really excited about this new season we have going. Uh, we ha- took a little bit of a break there, so I'm going to start us off by saying, what'd you do with all of the time that you had away from here? Raised a child. That's fair. Yeah, literally. That's fair. <laughs> What about you, Kate? Kate? You were only on for like one episode, and then you just got a giant long break. Exactly. It was was really great. Let's see here. I graduated high school. Yeah, you did. What else did I do? I got ready for college, and I worked a lot. Worked a lot. So You did. Kate, you are an overachiever in like a billion (laughs) and a half ways. And uh, yeah, I've just been trying to survive through ordination papers dun 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 oh i still have to write your recommendation don't i i would appreciate it as bailey said just write nah (laughs) nah fam (laughs) we good we good um so yeah i hope you guys have had a good time away from us and elijah's basically become like some weird youtube star person in the meantime which is weird and thank you yeah that's what i'm calling you now making stupid video game edits on youtube and now everyone knows and now my cheeks are rosy red because i'm so embarrassed (laughs) your tone is just overwhelming and so yes there are many changes coming to season two uh we i think we have a lot of good content for you you may have noticed again we don't have andy with us anymore we still love him dearly but he's not dead he has gone from us he's he's in a better place but not like heaven he's just like somewhere else just just anywhere that's not with us and we've gained kate yeah you know you had so little going on in your life we had to take you i know so little give you something graduating from high school preparing for college it's it's so moving into college tomorrow correct tomorrow morning yep so that's an exciting step yeah. You're living so far from home. I don't know what you're going to do. Yeah, like what, two to three miles away? So far. Just about. Dang. So far. Um, so, yeah. Today we're clear going across the road. To <laughs> <laughs> today we thought we'd kick off our new season with a topic that I'm honestly shocked it took us so long to get to. Yeah. But when I we sat down thing. to like talk about all of the topics, honestly, most of them, I'm like, how did it take us? Why did we never think of this? But we're going to be talking about tattoos, ooh, and, and other, other body, body modifications. Yeah. Body mods is such a funny word yeah, to me. I totally cut it you is. off. Sounds like, a, like such a futuristic cyberpunk thing, like body mod. But it's not. It's just piercings and stuff. Maybe. Anyways. We're both just looking at him because yeah. you're you know. so it's weird. a weird it's a weird term to me. It sounds weird. This is where it Andy sounds like it's something more than it me. is. Yeah. So that way you guys can have you ever looked up have you ever gone to someone and said, Hey, you have any body mods? Have you ever said it in that way? You know, honestly, of all the people that you would ask that question to, I think Kate's the one person I would think might have done that in have her you? life. Actually okay, then actually have you? I don't think I've phrased it in that way, no. I, spe- I've yeah, like, I specifically mean the phrasing. Yeah, yeah, no, I haven't used I haven't like asked somebody if they have body mods specifically. I've like looked up body mods using that term, but I like, guess that's fair. I guess that's also probably a weird subject to ask about in that way, anyways. Maybe I maybe yeah, I should just that's kind of one thing that I feel like you don't ask about it's like hey. an over asked question hi nice to meet you well, body mods? and i feel like usually you can tell i mean not always but yeah. like i mean if you have your ears pierced that's a, a body modification but all of this obviously has some interesting um 
relationships with the church. Yes. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that, that's gone back a really, really, really long time. And I think to understand part of why it so was so taboo, and for some people still is so taboo, you have to kind of understand the significance of what piercings, tattoos, or other body modifications really meant to the cultures back in the day, and sometimes even still. Um, and for a long, or really in most cultures, if you look, they have some form of tattoos or piercings that has cultural significance, um, among them. I mean, honestly, I think they really say the Jewish tradition is one of the few that didn't Hmm. have them. It was kind of like an exception, but what they really like tattoos in particular were a way of honoring your like ancestors or people who died and so really became associated with like witchcraft and spiritualism and um celebrating these these other gods and so if we Mm. look at that very fun verse the one that is the one that people will quote to you to tell you why you can't get tattoos it is in leviticus leviticus 19 i think it's leviticus 28 Thank you. Leviticus 19.28. Definitely not off the top of my head. Well, since you definitely have it on your phone, want to read it for us? Uh, I don't have it on my phone, actually. I just saw the number. Oh, well. Well, I guess, okay, here. Then you failed us. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, that specific verse just says, at least in the New International Version, do not cut your bodies for the dead or put tattoo marks on yourself. I am the Lord. Yep. That's it. Woohoo! I mean, that's that one Super exciting. That is literally it <laughs> that's it that's yeah. that's what it says about tattoos um and there's a lot of kind of odd rules especially in leviticus like don't braid your hair or don't wear mixed clo- like <laughs> mixed fabrics stripes and polka dots yeah it's definitely <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I've, political I've broken that, that i've sinned many times <laughs> We both know I have no sense of style, Kate. Are That's you shocked? That's so true. That's like, so true. Literally, but. these pants are longer than my body by a lot. And I'm okay, that's because you're short. I have that same issue, but that doesn't—that's not a sense of style there, unless you could roll up the. Okay, we're getting okay. off topic. Yeah. Sorry. Totally, you should roll them up. It's a thing. But uh, yeah, so so making a graven image. So a lot of times, what they would do is make a literal image of their loved one somewhere on their body, like. You know, the cutting open refers to when you get a tattoo, you know, you cut mm-hmm. the skin to get the yeah. ink to stay. Um, I'm saying this. Kate, Kate, do you have a tattoo? I don't. You don't. I, I was going to say, I didn't think you did. Elijah's, so um, you're the only tatted uh, do. I have person here, Elijah. one that I got very shortly after I turned 18 because, of course, I did. That's how it goes. So, hmm. but. I got I got pierced when I got turned 18 more. Okay. But that's my right now that's my kind of my I guess vice that sounds bad but piercings are kind of my thing right now I'm waiting a few years for tattoos I have ideas but it's fair I hear they're addictive once you get one it's hard to hard to stop I like the stick-on tattoos um (laughs) yes that's about as far as I go but not because I don't like them it's because I get like I just put it like I'll stick on a tattoo and then I'll be like ugh. I want something else like yeah. three days later. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. probably shouldn't put something permanent there. Cause I'm probably going to want something else. What about henna? What are your thoughts on henna? Cause henna I, is a form of body mod, a temporary form. See, when I think of a body modification, I think of a permanent one personally. Mm-hmm. 
I think there's a difference between a temporary anything and like dyeing mm-hmm. your hair then would be a body mod in a sense mm-hmm. because right. of, so so I don't know that I would put henna in the same is there category because I know there's a, in cultures there's a lot of cultural significance with henna Absolutely. and everything mm-hmm. so I think that's where I'm kind of coming from as well but yeah. is is there any church history that uh has to do with like being against even like hair dye and stuff. I mean, you, you, you know, I don't know, but f- there is some more very interesting like tattoo history with the church. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> sorry. You, I, you mentioned hair dye considering it a body mod, and I'm like, I've, I don't know if I've ever. I'm wondering if there's any like deep rooted stuff with that. I mean, there was uh, rules about not cutting your hair in in yeah. and things like that i feel like they would probably just be almost a given then in those sorts of situations right i feel like if you can't cut it then maybe you can't but i really don't know and now i'm gonna have to research we're gonna have to do a whole episode mm. on dyeing your hair now and then i'm gonna find <laughs> out i'm sinning because i have so much gray hair there was let's see here according to this website and i have not seen like look at how accurate this is and i just lost it where'd it go there's it, it, at least on the little description thingy on google there was something about how hair dyeing was like not allowed in a certain religion or something i guess it it tracks if i mean if it just follows the the rest yeah. of the s- sort of like uh idea of, of looking down on like general body mods especially like anything to do with hair if you already mm-hmm. don't like if you already think that it's wrong or, or immoral or something to cut well, your hair in certain ways or to do it up in certain ways i don't know i feel like hair dyeing would just automatically be lumped into that right i think a lot of the issues that i think i'm seeing on this at least are just between the like the vanity of it because that would make people, like trying to cover flaws and like yep. i think a lot of the issues are like all yeah vanity and stuff interesting um, yeah. probably okay. the same people who'd be against like um makeup and things like that mm, which right. is a whole other topic of interesting but I'm kidding yeah. we can do that some other see there is you uncovered a whole new thing elijah this is why we need to talk about oh, this okay before. so <laughs> it says the in a nutshell and for the conclusion of this um see christians should refrain from dyeing their hair because it violates several scriptural principles um hair dye rejects god's chosen symbol of righteousness wisdom dignity and honor oh and it's an insult to god's artistry and a rejection of his design oh my goodness yeah oh my so i'm gonna get to this later because that hits on a point that really is one of my most you will irritate me quickest if you say this to me. And it's the quoting the, your body is a temple, therefore you cannot alter it. And I just want to look and be like, have you read what they did to Solomon's temple? Like, do you realize how ornate that was? Everything was made out of gold. Well, not everything, but lots of stuff was made out of gold. (laughs) For Pete's sake, look at any cathedrals in Europe. (sighs) So... I'm going to, I'll touch more on that later, but it is something that really, it's like, oh, that's one of my least favorite things that I hear. But so what's interesting about this whole thing um, with, with the cultural significance and with it being so tied to spiritualism outside of the uh, monotheistic Abrahamic faith was that um, it was supposed to be something that like set them apart. So the whole purpose of of Israel the people of God was they were God's chosen people set apart for him so part of that was in 
your physical attributes. Mm. One very obvious example of this would be circumcision. That was one of the things that you did. And it was, this this fell into that. And actually Leviticus 19.28, that verse is the same verse that is used because of the graven image to uh, encourage some of the sects of um, like Amish to not have their pictures ever taken, which is hmm. very interesting because you can't have a graven image of yourself. And it also comes down to vanity, like mirrors and things like that. Sometimes those are also not allowed, hmm. but it totally depends on which community yeah. as to mm-hmm. how those rules are followed. Um, but what's interesting is there's lots of verses later that talk about God writing something on like their palm, right? Like my word is on your heart or my word is on your palms. Hmm. And so there is some scholars who believe that some Jewish people did actually get like scriptures or reminders tattooed on their palms as a way to like, remind themselves that they were God's chosen people. You don't think they just used like Sharpies or something? Yeah, they probably just ran down to the Walmart real quick, yeah. grabbed a Sharpie and went, we good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess good that, thought. Good yeah, thought. Yeah. <laughs> Great question. No bad questions. Yeah, no, I, I, I really appreciate your support. Yeah. <laughs> I just can hear him like literally all by myself. <laughs> I'm sitting here going, oh, yeah, they didn't have Sharpies back then. Oh. <laughs> Your question was sarcastic, right? <laughs> oh, God, because you started to scare me this a little. Whole, <laughs> this whole bit is this. ruined. <laughs> you started to scare me. No. I was good until you're like, oh, yeah, Sharpies. And I'm like, wait, hang on. This was all a joke. <laughs> you know I'm the oldest one here. I need you to talk me through oh things sometimes. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, um... Anyhow, so that was something. And then one of the other ones that's kind of interesting is there's um, a verse in late, later in the New Testament that talks about Jesus having, like, Son of God or Lamb of God, I can't remember exactly what, tattooed on his thigh um, or, like, written on his thigh. And so some people, you know, there's obviously, was it literal, figurative? I mean... At the end of the day, is it really a statement about a tattoo? No. But it's mm-hmm. something interesting that they point to. And as, as time went on, there was evidence that some of the early Egyptian Christians would do what we do, what, what more modern Christians do, which is mix tattoos with their Christian faith symbolism. Hmm. And so there was sort of this development that happened then which I thought was really interesting because I'd never heard of that before. Yeah. Like, it's really common now. You know, you see people who get crosses <laughs> tattooed, mm-hmm. Elijah. <laughs> and uh, That'd be me. <laughs> <laughs> or like fish or, you know, the Christian fish or, or whatever. Not just bass, a fish. Just a bass. <laughs> bass I dedicate this shop. to my Lord and Savior, bass pro shop tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I done messed up. <laughs> I did this. This one's on but me. But anyways, yeah, yeah. Christians, I'll go the Christian tattoo symbolism that is, yeah. But really, tattoos started gaining much more popularity, it said, around like the 1800s. Okay. And now we're coming to a point where I think there's just 
I mean, there's just a part of culture. It's, I feel like it's almost more rare to find somebody who doesn't have a tattoo now, at least around our age or younger. Well, besides kids, <laughs> you know what I mean. Mm. 18 um, to what, what are you, 40? No, I'm just kidding. Young wow! adults. <laughs> wow. Wow. 28. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just had to throw I, one dig in there. I think it's, I mean, again, I, I'm biased because of my comeuppance. Um, I don't think that was the right word. My, my. My history with the church. I don't think I use yeah, that word right. Is no, that comeuppance is like like an issue, isn't that. it? Isn't that what that means? Like I have a comeuppance or something. We'll we'll talk. About okay, this. We'll, I'm completely. I, yeah, I, I meant upcoming, and for some reason, I'm like comeuppance sounds like upcoming, so that's what that means. But I, I mean, think it is a completely different thing. I'm probably biased because of my upbringing. Fair. Being in a, a non-denominational church that was so focused on youth, it was probably very rare for me to see someone like a young adult that didn't have some sort of tattoo. By the way, comeuppance is a punishment or fate that someone deserves. So, yeah, I was completely just yep. mashing words in my brain. It's been a while since we've recorded, and I'm very out of it, and I'm so sorry. That's all right. This is why this is episode this You're like th- this in normal life, though. You cannot blame this. Yeah, but now I'm being recorded again. Again? From the first podcast. I know. I was just yeah. being... <sighs> Anyhow... No, you're right. You grew up in, and I grew up with um, more denominational background. So I feel like I've seen more of a mix. And it's interesting because I feel like the mix that I get now is much less why, like, you can't get a tattoo because it goes against faith and much more don't get a tattoo because you'll never get a job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. that's the one I've heard more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so it's sort of interesting how that, I feel like that's developed. Now, there's definitely still. And I was kind of surprised because I, you know, I was looking up online to see, all right, what is it that people like, what are they going to say to me about why I shouldn't get a tattoo? And there are lots of really mean sites out there, just for the record, that are going to yell at you for wanting to get a tattoo. And yeah, they were um, not particularly what I would call friendly. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find... Ah, this was the the first paragraph of a site that I found. It was a little, like, blog about it. Um, Of course it's a blog. (laughs) A few decades ago, tattoos were sinful in Christianity. Now as we get closer to the coming of the Antichrist. (laughs) So this should just tell you where this is heading. All right. And more and more celebrities are getting tattoos all over their bodies. Christians want to follow. Tattoos are a mockery to God, and one of the most ridiculous things ever is they even have Christian tattoo shops, which is actually particularly hilarious to me because that's something we've kind of talked about on leadership (laughs) because we're exploring this whole program. It's called um, Fresh Expressions and some of the ways that, that you can do ministry differently, and one of their biggest examples was a christian tattoo shop that's so very interesting the, the fact that it was explicitly stated in this i'm like oh no <laughs> but oh mm-hmm. that might be me <laughs> it's us but it's very interesting how strong people feel about it when they they think that it's sinful and i think part of that comes from you know especially that connection to the antichrist we see in revelation the the mark of the beast 
right? That's one thing. And I think I've heard that the Mark of the Beast is on every single new technology that has come out since I was born at this point. Like every time there's a new vaccine, every time there's a new anything, I've heard somebody say, this is going to have the Mark of the Beast or this is the Mark of the Beast. Like, <laughs> I don't, am I, have you guys heard that before? Or is that just? Really the only thing I've heard it for is like monster energy, which is actually a little debatable. But, but oh, even that it has the six 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 potentially. It's yeah, something like that. Um, but also, it's called Monster Energy, like, and if you've seen their marketing style, they're purposefully edgy, mm-hmm. you know. So it wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. But I don't know if that necessarily means that Satan played his part in creating that brand. Maybe it was just someone saying, "Hey, we want to make an energy drink that's." edgy has the name monster this is a cool logo and also it's like the mark of the beast or it's 666 whoa guys but that, i don't if know if you ever saw me drink a monster energy drink then you might change your tune you might say it's the mark <laughs> of the beast <laughs> i'm scared now it was made, <laughs> they made it for you I, I drank monster one time in high school on a band trip and oh, i was no. told i was never allowed to ever again and i <laughs> i can haven't. i can imagine that for sure yeah it was not a good experience for anybody i don't think uh, i mean i had a great time but <laughs> it's it's interesting to me the way that these symbolisms and and especially going back and looking at the intent behind that scripture and the the laws of moses and why they were there it was really that set apart situation and culturally, to not be so focused on their ancestors being the one who, like, looked after them, right? Which was a very common practice back in the day. To not be focused on... Oh, you mean, you mean like, I'm sorry. You mean, like, the idea of, like, dead ancestors watching over them, yeah. you mean? Yeah. Yeah, like, literally that that sense yeah okay i'm Um, sorry to to have one god all of those things were so unique to that particular culture and tattoos also really can be dangerous if you don't have clean needles right Mm -hmm. like there there's a high risk of infection and things like that and back in the day they didn't really have good sanitizing techniques (laughs) And so getting a tattoo yeah. would be a much higher, I would say it would be a much higher risk than now, mm-hmm. um, where I mean, you absolutely. go to a nice sanitized store, they make sure that they do all of the, pro- I don't know, I've it's never probably gotten a more tattoo, of, so. I mean, I, I can imagine that the whole process would be much more uh, like ro- robust and like ritualistic, mm-hmm. you know, instead of what it is now, like going into a shop to like, <laughs> to receive a service. I mean, back then I would imagine it would be almost be like, like I said before, like almost a ritual or something mm-hmm. too, right? It was. It was more of, more of that. And as this basically came back up in the 1900s and, and as now tattoos have become more and more popular, they started to be associated with rebellion and with this, mm-hmm. this sort yeah. of mentality of becoming worldly and needing to stake your claim or something like that. I don't know. There was lots of weird weird reasons behind that that i feel like it's one of those things that just made people uncomfortable because it was different is that fair yeah i was i mean i was actually thinking about i didn't know how to really form the question but i was i'm just curious in regards to the stigma against tattoos that has i think faded away 
a certain amount, but it's still present, you know, in, in certain denominations. Maybe I was just curious if 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 you think um, that maybe some of that stigma is almost equally attributed to just like the general, you know, Western us versus them Christianity kind of like thought process, just as much as it is contributed to actually barely being in the Bible. Well, absolutely. And especially if we look again at Israel as the set apart people, it's really easy for us to be like, we're the set apart people. We need to look different. So this is how we need to look different. Yeah. How many times have you heard, you know, this, this comparison between being of God and being of the world? Yep. You know, and that, I mean, I feel like that mentality is still pretty present Mm -hmm. and it, you can kind of throw anything that you want into into the the second category Mm. you know what i mean the world category the flesh or whatever you want to call it well and it's really interesting because all of this about tattoos if we look at like piercings some of them have the same stigma and some don't Mm -hmm. like if you it's i am an anomaly because i don't have my ears pierced and i never have Mm -hmm. like i just never got them done wanted to play soccer and was like i couldn't there was never enough time for them to heal so i just didn't ever get them done yeah and it's really common i mean people get their kids or their daughters usually ears pierced as infants Mm -hmm. it's it's like that is also kind of a cultural thing Mm -hmm. and yeah that's totally okay but then stuff like belly button piercings or you know gauging things like that people are like (gasps) what how could this possibly happen and, and uh, just as the fun fact of the day that you didn't want, um, the only piercing I have ever had is a belly button piercing. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome for that random tidbit of information. But I, I can't remember say the same, but... <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> well, when I was picking... I got it done in college after a bad breakup, as one does. And yeah. um, <laughs> it was interesting as I was picking out... Like, I went to the, the mall and was just looking at different ones... You know, they asked me, oh, you're in college. What do you do? And I was like, oh, I'm studying to be a pastor. And they were like, so you might be the coolest pastor I've ever met. And me and cool don't go in the same sense ever. That is so true. So, right? (laughs) So I was like, yeah, getting my cool points. But it was so interesting that it was was like baffling for this Mm -hmm. person that a pastor would be picking out uh, a belly button piercing. And maybe for some some of you guys who are listening, that is kind of like (gasps) taboo. But it just, it always leads me to, to that question of why. Why is it that some of that is okay and some of it isn't? You know, why is it okay to get your ears pierced and make that permanent body modification, but it's not okay to get a tattoo or pierce your belly button or... Well, especially when you're saying, why is it okay and not okay in the eyes of God? Exactly. And not just like, okay where, with your own taste, right? Because you could easily use a lot of those same scriptures, like your body is a temple... Okay, so if your body's a temple and you shouldn't alter what God has given you, how can you get your ears pierced? Because that is an alteration. Yeah, but it's how, one that's become yeah. culturally accepted. How many? Mm-hmm. How many? I'm, I'll say it very bluntly. How many like middle-aged, you know, white Christian men or women talk about how it's not okay for you to get tattoos because it's wrong in the eyes of the Lord while they're wearing earrings? When both of those both of those things are hand in hand in the same ye old Bible verse, mm-hmm. unless they try to play off, you know that the Levitical thing doesn't apply. But like you said, the mark of the beast is any kind of tattoo. Obviously, that's what that means. 
you know, like it's. Well, and and again, it's just yeah. same thing. Like, what? How is? Where's the difference with hair dye? Where's the difference mm-hmm. with makeup? Mm-hmm. Where's the who? Who's drawing these lines? And I'm a big firm believer in if you're gonna say God is saying something, you make sure that that's really what's happening. Yeah. And so I think that's all the time we have for this particular episode, diving into some of the history behind this particular issue. But check in with us on Thursday, and we're going to be talking more about our opinions. Ooh. You're welcome. I know you want them. They're so valuable. I am valuable. <laughs> so just a reminder, if you're looking for us, you can find us on YouTube, on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast anchor and so many more that i never remember and you can also check us out on facebook instagram or twitter and from all of us here at church is stupid comma but i'm ruth i'm elijah and i'm kate and we hope you have a great week